you want to go look at it. Uh, let's ho- we'll go to the hotline and welcome Bert Kreischer to the show. Bertrick, how are you? Wow, it must be really stressful if I don't get my intro music and everything. Stuff must be going down. Huh? Oh, well, they warned us. I'm going to read it right here from your from your Rommelfinger paper. Bert is on a very tight interview schedule. It is extremely important that we stay no, within no, the no, schedule no. timeline. I, I have 30 minutes. I'm to- I have no, I'm in no timeline. Well, that's what made me, I was nervous. I don't want to screw, because if I keep you long, it screws up everybody else. I have two interviews today with you and, and Todd Tyler. That's it? There we go. So you better fire on Rommelfinger if you only got two interviews. Hold on. Much better. A much better intro. Much. How are you, buddy? Good. How are you guys doing? I was just talking to Carmen. Man, things have changed in Tampa, huh? Well, everything's changed everywhere in the last couple of weeks. I well, I mean, it's been happening for us for you know now two weeks ago. It happened to us, so it's crazy to see it happen to Tampa. Do you know, uh, we were all we had we were all screwed up. We all had plans. We we're all going out of town. We had St. Patrick's Day coming up, and then everything got pulled out from underneath us at the last second. So we never got to go on vacation. My kids have a spring break, but they're all in the house. They can't go outside and do anything. They're going nuts. Are your kids home, I assume? Oh, my kids have been home for now. This is we're, we're our second week, well into our second week, and they are losing their mind. Yesterday I was telling Georgia a story about my buddy Eddie banging this chick, and, <laughs> and she's like, she stopped and she goes, I don't think this is a story for your kids, I think that you miss your friends. I was, like, <laughs> I was like, yeah, you're right. But I go, it's a good story. It's a good story. We went to her house and we couldn't find any pictures of her and it turned out she got weight loss surgery. Anyway. Oh, that's hilarious. Um, yeah. I, yeah. Uh, I, I, my kids are, my daughter is loving it. She's a little bit bored, but my son's going out of his mind. Oh, I bet Joey's losing it. Georgia's losing her mind. And I'm watching her do, remember that movie with Matt Damon? Uh, it was a contagion. Yeah. Where contagion. He sees his daughter. He sees his daughter outside with the boy and loses his mind. Yeah, he has to run out there and grab her. Yeah, that's happened twice with Georgia oh. with her friends. With her friends, like I caught her walking past our house one time, and I'm driving down the street. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa! And she's like, oh, I just walked past the house. And then I went, really? She went back in the house. I did a lap, and there's a bunch of kids at the end of the block. Oh. I was like, oh, oh, thank you, thank I know, and I was like, I was like, yo, 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 you're, you're, you're endangering our family, and these boys don't know if they catch it, they're infertile for the rest of their lives. Oh, see, that's that's where we have to start telling them they're not going to be able to get it up uh, once they're eighteen. Yeah, can you imagine that being a a fifteen year old boy and thinking life's everything, and then catching this disease, and then finding out you no longer can have kids? Yeah, uh, dude, I, I, is that even a thing? I didn't know that until you just said that, Doctor Burt. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I do a lot of inserts on the dark yeah. web. I think you made that up. And also, I think oh, a lot well, of guys I, might oh, yeah, like that. And then I guess, I guess Prilosec uh, doesn't cure the disease. Whatever, guys. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> if it does, let me tell you, I am immune. Let me tell you, I, I told you, I did this, I read this on Rogan, but there's a girl, Andy Smith, who's a, a, a comic, who's, I used to work with me in Tampa all the time. And two months ago, 
she sent me the most eerie letter. Like, I've been doing a lot of research. I've been translating these Chinese documents. This is worse than they're saying. They're not letting on to how bad it is. And I literally thought she was crazy. I was like, wow, postpartum depression must be tough. <laughs> but, what, what, but what is she? Like, I'm, all, I'm not saying a conspiracy or anything, but when I, okay, it's a flu and it's coming and it's going. And uh, we talked to the guy from Bon Jovi the other day who has it. And he's like, yeah, I got a bad flu. And I, you know, I had malaria once. And so it's kind of the same. And, you know, like there, it's, uh, we get it. It's it, it, the problem is it's killing the economy, not so much the people. Well, I had H1N1. So, it, and I'll tell you right now, I thought I was going to die. I mean, I didn't like, I didn't, I, I was in Mexico and I, I didn't kind of feel sick. I thought I was going to die. And the yeah. problem is anyone with any lung disease, you're gone, man. It's, 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 you, if you have rough asthma, it, it's a game changer and you don't get your lung capacity back and you should look into that infertility thing. Yeah. Look, look, uh, uh well, a couple of prolocycle fixes. Uh, I'm, I'm not, uh, I'm not saying run outside with your Zantac shirt off. Also, Zantac also. Zantac, yeah. Any heartburn medication will fix it. Um, I'm just saying like, if you just do what they tell you to do, like we're going to work. There's nobody in the building. Yeah. It's just a couple of morning shows, and then when we leave here, we go straight home, and, and then I stay home till I come back here. Yeah, I man, that's uh, that's exactly what I do. I do what they tell us to do. Ten feet, uh, ten people or less is the is the mandate in L.A. So never in a group of more than ten people. So that's my family. Never have anyone over the house. I mean, we had my assistant over the house the other day, but like just to like catch up, and it's like. Yo, if you work for me, you do not go outside at all. Yeah. If you're planning on coming to my house for work and I'm paying you over this thing, you do not go outside. So and I, then me and Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. No, go ahead. Me and Tom do our podcast. I did a podcast with Joe. I can do podcasts at my man cave because we do social distancing. Everyone's six feet apart. If you just follow the rules, you're fine. And I've been following the rules. I have been uh, I go home and I'm loving it because I'm I'm now a champion at Call of Duty on PlayStation. Um, I go and, uh, I've been in my garage a lot. I found things that I, that I forgot that I had. And I've been doing a video podcast with Robin Kelly every night at seven o'clock. Oh, wow. Yeah. Someone's branching out. Huh? Uh, I got the, I got a home studio. I might as well use it while I'm home. I don't like, I, I'm, I'm, I, I, Bill Byrne and I are doing, we have a podcast and we're doing a video one cause, cause Nia's in like her, well, anyway, Bill doesn't want to go out for whatever reason. And so, um, and so that's, that'll be my first video podcast. I've never enjoyed video podcasts a ton. I like being in person. Yeah. So like, uh, David Allen Greer wanted to do my podcast. He's like, but I want to do it via Skype. And I was like, I'll wait until this passes. So I would love to sit and talk with you, you much, know, much better, much better. It's always better opinion, to get somebody in the studio. And so, and so that's why Tom and I are like, Tom literally said to me and to everyone, we only have like one, two people that work for us. He was like, yo, we can keep making money and doing this podcast, but everyone needs to promise to be super safe because once one person gets sick, you're not going to know about it. We'll do a podcast. We'll all get sick. And then this podcast is over for the next, you know, two months. Yeah. One of you, so, one of you low life, uh, millennials that are running the camera in the back, go out at night and get sick and bring it back and knock the money guys down. That's it. It's it for everybody. Well, I was with Joe. Joe was like, man, I'm starting to reconsider this coronavirus. And I was like, you're the one that had Chicken Little on his podcast. <laughs> like, that guy that guy scared the crap out of me. And by the way, I told Joe this. I will listen to that podcast. The first, that Michael Osterman, the first thing I did was sit up in bed and Google to see if that guy had a book to sell. Yeah. And sure enough, he's been saying this for two years. 
And so now he's like, told you, don't wash your hands. You're getting it. We're all dying. Yeah, well, you know, I mean, uh, we should listen to guys with doctor before their name. I mean, those guys are making the most sense. But then Dr. Oz is at the other end telling everybody, ah, don't worry about it. Dr. Drew said the same thing. He's like, it's going to be bad. Uh, people will need ventilators. But he's like, you know, Dr. Drew seemed, I have a podcast with him that's coming out next week. And he's very much like, it's, it sucks. Yeah. It's going to suck. You know the media. The media hasn't made any money off anything in a while because Trump has kind of buckled them, and so they've been taking it on the chin. And here's their chance. CNN's like, here's their chance to double down on him. And 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 if you hear it, and look, I'm not obviously everyone should know I'm very liberal. I'll vote for whoever the Democrats uh, elect. I'll that's what I'll vote for. But I will tell you, I'm watching CNN. And they'll give you a fact, and then they'll double it down on the fact that Trump messed it up. Give you a fact, then Trump messed it up. I'm like, yeah, but oh, if you if you it. watch if you watch Fox News, they do the exact same thing in reverse. They'll show you something CNN says, and they'll yeah, tell you why yeah, it's not I, true. I don't, I don't trust. I don't trust Fox News. Well, why do you I trust, trust CNN? CNN? But why? I trust. I need someone. Yeah, but that's the problem is you don't you can't trust either one of them. Yeah, you got to go that's out. Insane. You got to go out and do it yourself. You got to. You really you look honestly, Bert. I watch. I watch all three channels. I watch mostly CNN and Fox, and I like different personalities on different stations and different shows. I like the guy who does the money stuff on Fox, so I watch. I start off watching that, and he doesn't care yeah. about anything. He, even Trump hates him, but he's just doing about the about the money. Neil Cavuto, but then but then you watch Anderson Cooper, or worse, that guy who comes on after him, the black dude. Those guys are just Don so. Lemon. Don Lemon's the worst. He's Don the Lemon worst. is so bad. Yeah, he's so bad. I mean, he's a he's a crier. He's a whiner. He he goes off script, and he just he's just no no good. Anderson Cooper looks like a DC superhero, though. Like I feel like those glasses are fooling us. Like we don't realize he's Superman. Yeah, his eyes are beautiful. He is. Like, beautiful. He he looks like he grew up around icebergs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So so I. But the thing is, is that you see the exact opposite on both the channels. So you don't know who to believe anymore. You kind of got to take it all in and make a decision for yourself based on what reality is compared to who's getting paid for saying what you know what reality is reality is uh big cat big king uh tiger king on netflix <laughs> listen tiger the guy who did the tiger king podcast is coming on after you today and very rarely will i stay till nine thirty to do an interview like stay late but uh this guy had this podcast before they had the show no, and there's no. so much stuff that he reveals in the podcast that you have like for instance do you know that um, uh, Joe Exotic doesn't sing any of those songs? You're breaking my heart. I know. Yeah, I, know. I know. I just shattered he's it for not, you. He's not actually singing. It's a Milli you, Vanilli thing. Because you look at it and you go, wow, he's actually pretty good. And then you find out, no. Yeah, that's what I said. Yeah, yeah, no, it's these two other country guys that actually recorded everything. Oh, my God. Yeah. Because you hear so him. This guy. You, you hear him at the funeral when he's singing. He's singing over top of the track. And the guy who's singing is like, and the world is it. And then Joe Exotic's like, and the world yeah. is it. You know, he's totally off. Oh, my God. That guy is genius. This guy had a podcast. Where does he live? He Please say he lives in Tampa. No, I don't know where he lives. Uh, he, no, he's on the West Coast because he, he's joining us. Early for him. That's yeah, but I listened to this podcast like a year ago. This has been out for quite some time, and they left out a lot of stuff in the Netflix docuseries that's in this podcast. And I'm like, well, they didn't say anything about this, about him faking cancer, about the country singers, like all this stuff that they left out. Oh, my daughters have been killing me. 
anytime anything happens with Joe Exotic, they're like, that's Tampa for you. I go, that's Oklahoma. Yeah, Don't yeah. lump Tampa into, like, Florida gets such a bad rap up and down. I'm like, it's like with all those spring breakers that came down in coronavirus, and they're like, that's Florida. I go, no, that's not Florida. That's Ohio. Yeah. That's kids from Ohio yeah. coming to Florida to party. You should defend us against Rogan, too. When the other day when you, when you were talking to Rogan, and you were telling him that I helped you get the bullet out of the gun, and he's like, cowhead live in Tampa? And you go, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Oh, I, went, oh, I almost started saying you're armed to the gills, but I didn't. <laughs> I saw you on Bobby Kelly's podcast, loading guns on the Skype. I was like, oh, yeah. Wow, no, I, so so we were getting very excited because we were talking about what, what weapons he had, and I hadn't opened my safes in a while, you know? So I just pulled yeah. some of them out to show them they were because those guys in New York, you know, in California, you get, it's hard to get uh, weapons there. You get, you got one permit, and you know, you talked about it with Joe, dude. Everyone, because in this news, well, the reason I'm calling is I have a special on Netflix. Everybody, uh, hey, <laughs> don't worry, we've been plugging uh, it for weeks. Way, I know, I know, you guys are awesome. The uh, uh, the re- I do, do a bit about having a gun in there, yeah, and uh, and and I and everyone has called me. Asking about how to get it. Like, can I get your gun guy's number? Can you text your gun guy and, and put me to the front of the line? You mean your arms dealer? Gun guy. I, yeah, he goes, he, my arms dealer. My, they go, can you touch? And so I retext out my arms dealer, and he's like, uh, he's like, dude, I am so overwhelmed. I wish I could help you. If you need a gun, I can get you one. I can't help any of your friends. Wow. <laughs> That's crazy, man. I, I have, I'm buying guns. I have guns that I've never even fired. I just like collecting them at this point. And I'm not even like... I don't really always carry one with me around, like because I don't have one on me now. You know what I mean? I just like having them in my house. I feel safe, and I'm, it's kind of like something for me to collect. Oh, I got my gun sitting right next to me right now. Jeez. I love having a gun, and I, and I went and did uh, training with Karen Tactical, the guy that did John Wick. Yeah, and so I legit know how to use my my. Uh, I know how to hold my 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 gun. I know how to use. I like. I'm. I know legit how to. I can quick change a clip. Oh, really? Oh my god! Like I, I'm sexy with a gun. Have definitely. you ever done a desk pop? A death pop. A desk pop. A desk pop. Yeah, <laughs> I did that once with Marky Wahlberg. <laughs> what is a desk pop? You haven't the other guys? You never, oh, I do just, a desk pop, Cal. Dude, I watched that movie the other day. It's so funny. They're police officers. Oh yeah, I know the movie. I just he don't convinces remember them that yeah, everybody does the, the desk, desk pop, pop, whatever, and he goes, "Oh, in welfare, and so he does it." And they, oh, he gone. shot his desk. Yeah, and they go feet. crazy. Sadly, I have done a desk pop. <laughs> um. Yeah, I, what yeah, do you? So, what do you have? A handgun? I have a a, a nine millimeter Glock nine millimeter. Wow, I got a fifty caliber yeah. Desert Eagle. Don't don't give me that's my sex weapon. That's okay. my like. <laughs> that's the one I want so bad. I have one, and I'm afraid you can't get them in L.A. You can only get forty caliber. My guy said he could do an upgrade backstage. Uh, I got a forty cal, a fifty cal. So I, I listen to this. I did a good thing. I bought a, um, I bought like high school lockers. But gym lockers, so they're like they're small squares, not the the really long ones. They're small yeah. squares, and I bought one that's four across and about seven down. And I have twenty one different boxes, and uh, I keep my ammo stored each one, each caliber in a different square. So now I'm all organized when I need to go grab it. It's awesome. Wow. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm starting to. My room is starting to look like when a spy hits a button and all the walls move, and there's all guns on the walls. After that's what it's starting to look like in there. Okay, here's the question. In with with people starting getting lockdowns and martial law possibly coming to certain states, what state do you think is the first place to go absolute chaos 
where they where it's like running in the streets, uh, ray, uh, pillage, plunder. What is the first city you think that would do that? Miami. You think? Well, I mean, it's, it's either Miami or L.A. Those are my two choices because L.A. It's seems not to, LA. LA seems to want to plunder in the streets for any reason. I think it's like Chicago. Yeah, I was going to say Chicago would be one. Dude, the last, gangs, gangs are like, all right, here's our time. We just take over. We yeah. we all get together and take over. The last time I was in L.A. to visit Ralphie, well, he wasn't there, but I, I showed up there and, and there were riots in the street. I don't even yeah. remember what they were rioting about, but they were just running through hotels, knocking down. So I think L.A.'s just bored. Um, LA's, LA's too spread out though, because the problem is anyone that is disenfranchised is so far away from the money that you would have to, you'd have to drive to riot. Yeah. Um, I, I think Miami is because they're down there and they have the guns. It's like a mini Chicago. Ooh, I think New Orleans is going to be, I think New York is the one that where it's like, everyone's right on top of each other, but nobody has, you know, all the rich people have just left New York. Right. And there's no weapons there now. So. I wouldn't really worry about New York. Oh, I would. Did you see them? Did you see the cops walking down the street the other day? Yeah, but there's always a military presence there. People don't even notice that. No, 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 no. When they were like, when the when the gang overtook the cop and they were calling him Jackie Chan. Oh, oh no. yeah, no, I, I, I did see that. Oh, it was that's that's when you know. That's when you know your system's very weak, when they're just like, beat it, Flatfoot, take your badge off, walk away, Jackie Chan. Yeah, well, remember they were throwing the water bombs at them uh, over the summer last year? Yeah, man, That's I'm telling you. There. <clears throat> it's the end of times. It's a good time to have a special out on Netflix, so a lot of people are at home. <laughs> well, you know what? You're getting screwed because everybody's watching Contagion and Outbreak and uh, all the, and then all of a sudden the Tiger thing has got to be hurting you. No, the window lickers are watching that. Those no 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 grown up is watching uh, twenty twelve. What what was that? What was that movie with John Cusack? Yeah, uh, yeah, the end of the world movie. That thing's ridiculous. But I got to be honest with you, the fact that Dustin Hoffman is an outbreak, it did make me watch Outbreak again just to remember how it started. <laughs> oh, dude, Outbreak will scare the crap out of you. So will Contagion. All these movies will scare the crap out of you. And that is why comedy is important. And, and like, literally, you notice that the the uh, the social justice warriors have been a tad bit silent yeah. over the... No one's saying anything about any jokes, because everyone's like, you know what, actually, I could use a laugh. And you, if it's not for me, it's for somebody. You know what You know what else uh, was pointed out to me on the internet yesterday that seems to be uh, absent since all the quarantine started? All those uh, spam phone calls we were getting every day. I still get a few, but oh. I'm getting about 80% less. I'm getting a lot. They say they, my, my name is Luis, and I, uh, they owe me money, and CBD was going to be good for relief. I get them all the time. <laughs> uh, we're talking to Bert Kreischer. Bert has his special, Hey Big Boy, which is available on Netflix, has been for a week now. It's very funny. I watch it right away. It's as good as the last one. Uh, if you like Bert and you like seeing him shirtless, this is a great opportunity for you to go do that. And if you were excited about seeing him coming here, uh, I don't think that there's a Tampa date rescheduled yet. I know you are rescheduling some of them. It's rescheduled. It's yeah. on my Instagram. I just rescheduled okay. everything. Um, man, I was so bummed. I was so excited for Tampa. We were going to go. We're, we have our buddy Charlie that does spear fishing out of uh, out of like Bradenton, I think. Right. And we were going to go spear fishing again. And now it's rescheduled for June. I it's, think it's June the one. It's the one thing that I did. We went fishing last Sunday because you can go out on a boat and be away from everybody else. It stinks because there's a thing in L.A. going on where you don't want to show opulence, right, on, on online. You don't want to, like, there's a, like you don't want to go out and be like, 
man, uh, this outbreak's been horrible. Got in 18 rounds though, not bad. Yeah. Like you, you want to be, you want to be responsible, be at your house. Man, I would love to learn how to surf this break. Like I would love to go out and go surfing, you know, every day and just learn how to surf this break. You should, but. I wanna, I'm just hanging out with the girls. So, it, it also, it, it, the girls get p- pissed if I leave. Like, and when I went and go saw, saw Tom yesterday to do a podcast, I came home and Isla goes, "Must be nice." <laughs> I was like, "What?" It's like, you get to go hang out with your friends. I was like, "Baby, it was work." She goes, "Sure it was, Dad. Sure it was." <laughs> That's what my wife said to me too. She goes, "I got mad at her about something." She goes, "You get to leave every day for a little while." I go, "All right, slow That's down." That's what Leanne said. Yeah. You get to leave. Yeah, I go so leave. Isla said, said, said the funniest thing the other day. She goes. uh, I forget what we were talking about. She was trying to use a common phrase. She goes, well, you know, to say, Dad, you can't get pregnant twice. And I go, no, you definitely can. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> that's, that's, how we have, that's how we have you guys. And then she goes, oh, I mean, I mean well, you can't get unpregnant. And I go, no, you can do that. Yeah. <laughs> I go, well, what are you trying to say? And she goes, I'm not really sure. <laughs> and then I couldn't figure out the phrase she was trying to say. What is the, you can't get, what is the phrase? Do you know the phrase that she was trying to say? You can't get pregnant twice at the same time is what she meant. So what is the phrase? Yeah. I think that is the I, phrase. Yeah, you, you can't, can't get, get pregnant, pregnant twice. You but... can't get a pregnant woman pregnant again? No. No. That doesn't make sense. Yeah. It's, it, I know what she was trying to say, but I was like, this isn't working out. You, and now I can't remember what she's trying to say. If anyone can remember, hit me up on Twitter and tell me this phrase. You can't get pregnant twice at once. Yeah, that's not the phrase, though, is it? That's what came that's up when I wordy. put in Google. Yeah, you can't get pregnant twice, twice at, at the once. same time, twice at once. Yeah. That seems a little clumsy. Yeah. <laughs> you should just look right at her and go, well, you could try from the butt. Oh. Two <laughs> yeah. She, they, uh, we've been watching, uh, we watched uh, Boys in the Hood last night. Uh-huh. <laughs> Not a great uh, quarantine movie no. for you and girls. No, 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 no. Uh, I have to tell oh, you, I've been, my son, you know, my, I took my son to see you last time you were at the Tampa Theater. I felt like he was old enough now, and he loved it. I mean, that kid, you got him into comedy now. He loved, he's watching everything on, on YouTube. and uh, So he wanted to come in while I was doing the show with Bobby. And it was me, Bobby, Joe DeRosa, uh, Paul Verzi. Like, it's been a whole bunch of different people. And my son just sits there and laughs hysterically. And I think that's great. I love that he's exposed to this at a young age, except for the fact that there's been so much sex talk. Like, I don't, I have an idea of what he knows about sex, but I'm pretty sure now he knows everything. Oh, that's funny. Wait, so wait, he's, so I would love to get his, his review on like my comedy versus Tom's comedy versus Bobby's comedy. He would do that. He would be brutally honest. Well, I mean. The re- numbers don't lie. I know what the honesty is. Uh, <laughs> I, th- I watched Tom's special uh, two days ago. I thought it was really good. Tom's awesome, man. I yeah. like it, it's what's stupid, and it kind of bothers both Tom and I. Is that like people will text us that they didn't like our special and they liked his more, or they liked mine more, and we're like, that's not the point of us having a podcast. Yeah. Right. Each other's balls. Like we want you to enjoy both of them, and if you want, if you like one more, that's so awesome. But just listen to our podcast and and have fun. Like, relax, enjoy I'll, your family, and take a break and watch a comedy special. I'm going to give you my review right now along those lines. I will tell you that each one of your specials is exactly what I was hoping from each one of you. That's exactly what I want to hear. Yeah, I mean that's, that's what you want. You saw my special. You saw my special in Tampa when I, I felt when I I did majority of it there, right? Yes, I know. I know a lot of the material, and I still thought it was funny. Yeah, the. Uh, 
Um, it's, I've got a lot of really great feedback, and 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 the, the numbers were great. And so I have like I have, it was all you want out of a special, in my opinion. And this has always been my thing because I don't want to. You obviously everyone wants that Ali Wong record breaking special yeah. that changes their lives. Man, my life's pretty great. I just want my special to be better than the last one, more people to watch it than the last one, and just keep my business going at the same rate it is, dude. We rescheduled Tampa for August 22nd. My mom's birthday is the 23rd. But, uh, and so all I want to do is do those two shows at the Strauss Center. That's it. Yeah. I don't, need, I don't need much out of life. I need those two shows, and then we'll go spear fishing. I'll hang out with you. We'll get drunk. By the way, I've been sober as crap this, this contagion. Uh, not on Joe's show, you weren't. <laughs> oh, I got super high. That was both, the first time I drank in a week. Both of you guys were pretty Can smashed you- by the end. Could you tell? Yes, and, and it wasn't like just re- distracting uh, from the show or anything. But I, I, at one point, I was listening to it with my eyes closed, and Rogan was slurring. Yeah, he was slurring by the end, right? Yeah, yeah he was. I mean, you're. I'm used to you being drunk. He was slurring at the end. Dude, secret time. Uh, that that company, Buffalo Trace, has been a podcast sponsor of Joe's mm-hmm. for a long time, and they they send him bottles of booze, and I've always wanted one. After that podcast, they hit me up. They were like, "Yo, we love you." you oh, wow. I was like, "I was like, that's what Daddy's looking for." Uh, <laughs> nice. uh, well, listen, uh, everybody loves Bert. Here, we we know. I know exactly how long I've been friends with Bert. Seventeen years because because I met Bert on my the day after I got married, and I'll always have to remember that stupid date so that I can remember that when Bert and I met was seventeen years ago. And I know because he was here when I auditioned for that's the right. show. And I was just looking, Bert, your intro music there, that uh, Bird of the Tiger, do you know what that's from? 13 years ago. Wow. Oh, my God. Isn't that crazy? Uh, oh. Because that was one of the I first things I recorded and had for whenever he came on the show was, that's right. was that. How crazy is it? How long I've known you guys? I, I mean, that's like, I don't know. I don't have, I, I mean, by the way, I got to give, give a shout out to my buddy Ty Rodriguez is doing food out of Rooster in the Till. Oh, dude, like a, a that, let me tell you something. Menu. Have you eaten at that restaurant? Yeah. Rooster in the Till is fan-freaking-tastic. I, I, yeah, yeah, so what are they doing? Curbside like everybody else right now? They're doing curbside. They've closed four restaurants, let go of 41 oh, people, oh. and they're trying to stay afloat so that, that when this is over, they can rehire those 41 people. So check out Rooster in the Till. They're doing curbside. It's a combination of all their menus. Ty's a great guy, man. We grew up together. We went to Jesuit. And he's just, he's got, he's closed all four of his restaurants and they're keeping this one open to try to stay afloat. So if you have, and look, I know there's a lot of small businesses doing this. I'm just telling you about my friend. I'm going to do a video for him today. Yeah, I can't can't back it up enough. I mean, that's where my wife wanted to go on her birthday. We've eaten there a bunch of times. We love that place. Tell him about the idea you came up with, what we're doing. So what we're doing is we're uh, picking a bartender uh, once a day. And we're putting them up and featuring on our social media, and we're putting up their Venmo and asking people to tip them. So if they're making drinks at home, just to throw them a dollar or two when they're making drinks, just to try and keep these people afloat. It is a great idea, Brooke, because I don't have certainly as many people as you have, but I have uh, 96,000 people on Twitter. I have 60,000 on Facebook. I have, uh, you know, 3 million people in the listening audience here. The news stations are are, uh, doing segments about it. If just a fraction of our audience were to throw a dollar here and a dollar there, maybe every other day donate a dollar to one of these guys, we're keeping them afloat. We're keeping them uh, from losing their houses, and, and we are keeping their kids fed and all that stuff by simply throwing out a dollar or two. So 
yeah, I think I think you have to support Rooster in the Till. You have to support all your local restaurants that are in your neighborhood. And it's great for me because I bought all this food when the crap hit the fan in case it was hard to get food. But we've been we're keeping that in the freezer and just eating out every night because, you know, we can do our part to help. Plus, it also tastes a lot better than when my wife cooks. Well, I can tell you just from personal experience because we put out my Venmo today a couple of times. Yeah. And it's my birthday. And I've collected a good sum of money. Really? Yeah. Good. Just, and we've said it twice. And you don't even deserve it. You're I, still working. Yeah. I was going to say, dare I, you. I don't need it. I'm going to donate some of it, obviously. But, like, it's crazy just by mentioning it twice i've already had people send me like five here ten there twenty because at any given yeah. any given moment we've got you know twenty fifty thousand a hundred thousand people listening to the show and if a thousand of them just went on oh, i'll throw a dollar right and that's every that's you know every that happens eight times a day that's giving these people enough money to survive and if just a quarter of those people watch bird special he would be able to do another <laughs> special I'm doing another special already. Just make sure you make sure make sure to enjoy the special. Just ha- look, have a drink, order from Rooster in the Till tonight. Sit back at your house and watch. Check out my special. Uh, you know that I'm a solid dude. I'll always mention my bestie's special. Tom Segura has a special called Ball Hog. He's it's it's awesome. So just in, try try to relax, take things slow. Listen, I will say this. I get a call from my meathead friend Hank Brown. They're, they do a FaceTime happy hour. Yeah. If Hank Brown can stay inside, okay? <laughs> if Hank Brown can stay inside, you can stay inside. Yeah. I did not expect that from him. I expected him to go, it's the flu, wash your hands. He was like, no, dude. I'm here with Julie keeping this serious. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, everybody's doing that. This Zoom is making everybody able to do FaceTimes and all that stuff so you can hang out at home and still be with your friends. And to be honest, how many times have you been with your friends drinking for like 15 minutes and you wish to God you could just go home? Now you can. Dude, it's, we did it with our friends. We did like, because Hank did it with me and glued me into a group of them drinking. We did it with our friends the other night and then happy hour with our friends. And Leanne was like, let's just go to their house. I was like, no. allowed to. She was like, come on, let's just go over real quick, real quick. And I was like, oh my God, the wheels have come off. Mm, she must hate being around you. Uh, all right, check out Bird's special, Hey Big Boy, on Netflix now. Also, go back and watch Secret Time and all the other stuff. You, you have nothing but time right now to watch these. And then also check out Tom's new one, uh, Ball Hog, as well. Bert, thank you for always mentioning us on podcasts and stuff. Mike, social media blows up every time you do that. You know, we're real friends. We're, for 18 years, we've been real friends. 17, yes, we have. 17, yes. 17. I would say in the 17 years... I have gotten married and met you, and my relationship with you is just as strong as my marriage. Yep, and it's stronger than your relationship with Bobby Kelly. Well, it was good talking to you guys. <laughs> when you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com.